everything went to default. All right, let's try that again. All right, we're live. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Embassy Talks with M and G. Um, let's see. Church announcements. Um, I'm okay. So I am wearing the Embassy shirt. Uh. I do wear my own merch, yes. Um, so you can uh, buy such shirt at empowermeetsmerch.com. Um, and yes, Jay's glasses are really cute. Uh, <laughs> but um, you can get this, uh, get, get a shirt like this. You can also get a mug, um, a tote bag, uh, stickers, um, and other things. Doc! Hi, Doc! Um, I didn't forget about the sound alert, by the way. Uh, I just, I still got, it. I need another day to work on it. It's coming though. But anyway, uh, check out the merch. Um, I'm going to release some more stuff next month with a sale as well. Kind of like a Halloween special sale. Uh, and possibly a new design, but I, we, we will see on that. I ain't gonna make no promises, but I feel a new design coming, so I might do something for Halloween. Um, also, working on uh, stream recap videos on my own. With I just edit and make recaps of what I did last stream. So, um, not necessarily for the podcast, because like, that's out everywhere, like on all major podcasting platforms and on YouTube. Um, but for just like regular streams. Um, just been doing that so catch my stream thursday where i'll give you a recap of what happened last week on death loop um okay i think that's all for my church announcements i ain't got no tour sorry y'all uh <laughs> what you got jaded You're talking to me? I can't hear. You can't? Hold on. I'm sorry, Dan. Technical input can be difficult. We're having technical difficulties. Huh. That's weird. Saying my input devices on the... We were just talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. I couldn't hear anything. Really? Yeah, I was like, uh, I don't know. I heard a little bit the last part. I was like, I don't know what she's saying. <laughs> if she's still talking, we're good. We back. Okay, okay. Interesting. Thankfully, anything can be difficult. But anyway, no, I was asking if you had any church announcements. I do. So, if you guys like to scam, if you like to steal, if you like to stolt things, you're gonna use discount code me and Cam to find Random plug. Y'all know how I'm good at it. <laughs> it's, it's a coming. Oh, man. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, this photo is, photo is so handy. Alrighty. So, we got quite a bit on the docket tonight. Um, we're going to start out with a new segment. Uh, hey, what up, Yen? Um, So, we're going to start with a new segment. What I like to call 
Democracy-oligarchatorship. It's, okay, so, democracy-oligarchatorship. It's basically because America has been, like, all of those at one time. Um, it, it's, it's America. But, anywho, uh, but we're not just talking about America and politics. Uh, we're actually going to go across the pond to the Philippines, right, uh, real quick and talk about boxer Manny Pacquiao, who's running for president of the Philippines next year in 2022. Uh, 2022 is going to be interesting election season, I can already tell. Um, but yeah, so Pacquiao, uh, stated he was going to run. He actually said that on Sunday, uh, that he's going to run for president of the Philippines, um, because he's been railing against corruption and uh, corruption in government, uh, and what he calls Duterte's cozy relationship with China. Um, so Pacquiao accepted the nomination of his political allies, uh, during the national assembly. So he's now the standard bearer of their party. Um, and he, and Pacquiao's faction, political faction, hasn't expressed support for Duterte's, uh, vice presidential bid. Um, so Duterte, the, the same guy who likes to hang drug dealers, uh, off of the ceiling and drop them, um, he's actually, uh, prohibited by the constitution, uh, from running a second six-year term as president. So... Because of that, he's he's running his daughter, um, Sarah Duterte uh, Carpio. Uh, so she'll be running against uh, Pacquiao in the election. Fun fact, uh, Manny Pacquiao was actually, or is actually, was? I'm not sure if, it, if he still is, but I guess since he's running, uh, no, no longer. But he was um, the senator, uh, senator uh, of the Philippines, so... It's not his first first run in politics, actually. Um, we just didn't know that he was in politics. Uh, who would have thought? I, I like to think you could do the same thing here, but I know, like, you know, people generally restrict that depending on where you're working. Um, yeah, what's your thoughts, Jaded? It's actually cool to see, because, like, so the American version of this, where we have uh, actors or athletes uh, turning politicians, uh, and they're doing it for a different reason, really. It's more for recognition or, like, the namesake of it. Or money. Uh, whereas, I mean, look at Orange Cheeto does. <laughs> uh, but I digress. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it's, like, it's interesting to see this. And, um, like, I really want to know, like, his platforms are and like what he wants to do because ooh, first of all Duterte like that's I love the bait and switch like hey I can't run here's my daughter (laughs) (laughs) it's like um yeah that's called a monarchy (laughs) if we just keep having family members Mm -hmm. pass down the torch yeah no um but it's good that there is even a, a separate option that somebody who is passionate about their own country wants to have better uh like the same thing with uh who is it is it Wyclef? no akon Wyclef? uh i think both of them i know akon both both possibly akon has been politically involved in africa i forget which country in africa uh Wyclef might have run for something i was like i thought he said he was going to run or something it was one of the two but Yes, um, them actually seeing what's going on in their countries 
and wanting to take uh you're taking it a step further because already at that celebrity status you have a whole platform but to actually go about making a change by uh being the government uh you can actually get more done which is like a great thing and they're actually they actually want to do it for reasons for real reasons and not for vanity uh it's going to be like interesting to watch like that's going to be a whole thing because like you said if if he's already been a senator then he like he has experience in this this is not something he's just doing like hey this is fun to do it's like no he actually cares about this he knows what he's doing <laughs> so he's taking it to the next step now that that uh, opportunity opened up so it's like it's going to be interesting to watch and like obviously he has a lot of popularity behind his name alone so yeah um yeah it's definitely gonna be interesting like i said 2022 is already shaping up to be interesting election season um and this isn't the only interesting election news uh that was just the one on the international site so here going back to texas uh better o'rourke has um he he hasn't officially said that he was running for governor of texas but there have been a lot more whispers in the past week um, that he's going to throw his hat in the ring. So it'll be a three-way race between uh, uh, Ab- Abbott, O'Rourke, and Matthew McConaughey for a governor of Texas. Um, <laughs> so, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> um, but it's expected he'll announce later this year. Um, and on the on the political side, as far as political power, O'Rourke, O'Rourke's uh, entrance will give Democrats a high-profile candidate with, uh, because he already ran for president um, and senator, actually. Um, But he already ran for president and senator. uh, So he'll have a national fundraising network already. He already has a base uh, being a congressman uh, representing El Paso. Um, It's going to be a very interesting environment. I will say, personally, while O'Rourke seems like you know, cool and like his policies are, you know, soon to be like at least, you know, in the realms of civil rights, uh, keeping in the realms of civil rights and not stepping on anybody's rights. Um, I don't know. He's kind of weak as a candidate to me. Like he, he was better. He was a better candidate for Senator, Senator, as opposed to president, because for president, he, to me, uh, kind of flip flop quite a bit. Um, it was just like on messaging. It wasn't even like on his stances, but it was like on messaging. He did flip flop on a couple stances too. Uh, but that doesn't mean he can't run for governor. Um, like I said, he's been the congressman representing El Paso. Uh, so, and a three term congressman. So he's been reelected. And he actually had a decent race against Ted Cruz uh, for senator when he ran in 2018. Yeah, 2018. So, it's it's gonna be interesting. Um, what do the polls show? The polls, uh, in a hypothetical matchup. Um, let's see. This was back in July. So Rourke was in a twelve point deficit, deficit, and um, thirty three to forty five percent. Which against Abbott, uh, I guess they didn't factor in Matthew McConaughey. But um, since then, Abbott's. Uh, approval ratings have just stunk um 
I mean, not like 20% or anything, but they just sank from 50 to 41%. So it's, it's going to be an interesting field. So. Texas is. <laughs> so first, last week it was Texas being Texas. Um, I mean, they're always slow being Texas, <laughs> but now it's just a more interesting uh, thing to watch what's going on right now with them politically just because of the races. Like you said, like, it's be like, a, it's going to be an interesting time for politics, period. Uh, especially all eyes are on Texas right now uh, because they are one of those major states where a lot, um, what's the nice way of saying it? <laughs> A lot of the more zealous, uh, overzealous, uh, right wing, mm. there we go, more of the overzealous right wingers, uh, support and a lot of those things come out of Texas, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. So it's interesting to watch and just seeing how it's, uh, how if anything is going to change or switch up because. My, like realistically, Matthew McConaughey is like a shot in the dark. But <laughs> I will say, forty-five set the blueprint for a, for expecting the unexpected. <laughs> he he did set the blueprint, and Caitlyn Jenner tried to uh, rehash that blueprint a couple weeks ago. With well, you know, this year with the um, recall, but I. It was because that other guy, Larry Elder, I think his name, like, I feel like people weren't taking, weren't really taking Caitlyn Jenner seriously. And then Larry Elder came in and he was like, this is what right wingism is all about. And California's like, we'll just stay blue. It's fine. We, we, we will still sleep with the demons. We know. Um, it's so, no, 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 thank you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no one was really uh, taking her seriously, but 45 did set that blueprint. Um, so, it's possible. Um, it's definitely possible. And Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey, when he was talking about it, people, there were people who were actually supporting it. Um, I don't know if I want Matthew McConaughey as my governor, though. The thing with him, too, or no, that's George Clooney's wife, never mind. <laughs> Wrong horse. <laughs> I was going to say, like, but the thing with him is, like, his wife is very active and uh, da da da, but then I was like, wait, nope. Wrong person. <laughs> George Clooney. <laughs> See, George Clooney, you should have ran. He, ar he already had a polit political operative in there. He was in. Right? You're there. Halfway there. never even thought of Matthew McConaughey within the political I've never heard his talking points about anything or be like outside of like some type of social activism uh, or like environmental but I've never heard him have, uh, have a platform for anything like having to do with economics or like just a world world news like anything like that so it's just kind of it's one of those oh so you want to be a politician what are you about 
Um, but I, again, like this is like I guess this is his starting point for it. So who knows? I could even Caitlyn Jenner as mm, yes, she is. <laughs> like she had, she was very, very much within and visible within the uh, Republican Party, and even though it was like more of a uh, it was more of a parasitic relationship I feel like with her within that party is all it was all benefit towards the party but not really for her so there was no benefit for her uh but yeah uh but like I said it's just gonna be interesting to watch to see what's gonna go on uh especially between the actual and like the serious candidates <laughs> um it's gonna be interesting like to see how everything's gonna play out and how some of these laws that they're trying to pass or like what's going to happen with them because it's all eyes on Texas right now. I was like, only a couple states. We're having our own elections coming up here and it's more, but it's really not a big deal. Like it's more of our, like your local level officials, but it's not really like, because we don't have anything major going on that that we need to vote on really. So it's just like, oh, so when you have the states that are passing certain laws, uh, it's more important at that time. And following those candidates is going to be like a, something that you really have to watch just because people don't, a lot of times too, people don't realize that these smaller elections have a major impact <laughs> on the, uh, like when you, uh, the presidential elections and things like that, just because these are the people that work uh, on the local level, and the state level, in Congress, in the House. Uh, these are the people that will rub elbows in uh, in D.C. So when you don't like, if you live in Texas and you're listening, guys, <laughs> I'm just going to need you to go out and vote uh, and exercise your right to vote because it's definitely, you have it. So go or, ahead and do that. Or what's left of it. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, there, yeah, it, it's been proven that if you want change, it can come. Look at Georgia. A whole red state turned blue. Why? Because of Stacey, uh, Stacey Abrams. <laughs> so come on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's going to be really interesting to watch. Uh, keep an eye out. See what happens, cause out out that that picture out of all three of them, I would be like, yeah, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> send Matthew, guys. Send Matthew on in. We can't get any worse. Send Matthew. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, Metal's cool. Don't get me wrong. He had a cool background. He grew up like in a rock band and did a rock band thing when he was younger. Um, I'm just not too aware of what his policies are. He didn't really make a splash until he, oh, he did that cross country trip with Will Hurd, um, and trying to like, be like, see, bipartisanship works, but Will Hurd was actually sane. Um, <laughs> so, and being, and he was also a minority. So like, even though he, he was a Republican, um, he, like, there, there are issues that still affected him. And again, he was still, he was sane. Um, he and he actually worked in the intelligence community, so he knew what he was talking about, unlike other people. But yeah, um, so 
Uh, he didn't really make a splash, at least on my radar, till then. And then he, um, I'm, I'm probably mixing up the dates. That was either before or after he ran for senator. But I know, like, his run for senator was the first thing I heard about him. So, I, I just don't know his policies. I hope, I mean, clearly it's going to be, like, polar opposite of uh, Abbott. Because Abbott's just, like, throwing all his eggs in the far right wing basket and just torching everybody along the way um so it's gonna be polar opposite of that but it's just like okay so after all that's reversed all after all the bullshit is reversed what, what you gonna do to lift people up um so because again texas texas is big in several ways not just politically but also like their critical infrastructure is like one of the biggest and will impact like multiple states and possibly um entire regions uh in the country so it's it's a big deal um Hell, like even with, with the whole gas shortage when they packed into the gas it was just like worked for an electric company and uh yeah texas one of the main places you get it from <laughs> so like it's a big thing. <laughs> and of course, the border crisis. Um, yeah. I thought we were in like 1912. Unfortunately. <laughs> just, it's, it's just more so like, y'all haven't figured out a way to, like, you haven't figured out a way to, you know, get the immigration thing right. Because the issue is we don't really have a clear way to really do immigration. But we get mad at people like coming across the border and we're like, we want them to come in legally. But they they technically are if they claim, they're claiming asylum. Then then people are like, no, the other legal way. And it's like, what other legal way? Like either you come in as a, like you said, asylum or you come here and you you come in and try to get a green card or try to uh, become a citizen, uh, become a citizen or like come on vacation or like anything like that so that way you can it is a work visa so that way if you're able to come in and work without being a full citizen there we go yeah <laughs> job that one i was like what is it <laughs> um but yeah it's just like so i mean y'all the options are pretty limited, and the latter that I mentioned is harder to even, like, get them to approve, which is ridiculous, you would think, that, like, if if I'm applying for a work visa to say I want to come to America to stimulate your economy, to work for this, to show that, to be a part of, uh, to be a part of the country, and you're like, hmm, nah. <laughs> Okay, so my other option, because you don't want me to come on asylum, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and come on over. It's like, and, and people get so triggered, and they're like, oh, we're taking care of them. Um, you're not. Because I mean, if somebody is an illegal immigrant, that means that taxes or anything like that, which means that they're not, if they're getting paid under the table, that money that you pay out of your paychecks for uh, that goes towards uh, government assistance is not going towards them. 
So stop that rhetoric of we're paying for them. No, you're not. And it's like, and most of the time, people are seeking asylum wanting to come to not not just America because this is happening worldwide. People uh, uh, coming over to different countries, and it's just like no, because it sometimes it's for a better life, for a better situation than what they could have where they are. It's like. Because, like, realistically, who chooses to struggle? Nobody. But you choose to struggle if you want better. So it's not for just... It's not just to be like, hey, I'm going to come to America now. Hey, I'm coming over to whatever country now. No. Um, and they're just... Especially... Clo- the closer you get to the U.S.-Mexico border, and the more isolated uh, portions, the more gun-toting... And just ridiculous they get about it. They're still on that whole campaign of building the wall. Like, it's ridiculous. You have people out there wanting to be, like, act like they're going to do, like, citizen arrests, but I was like, no. Uh, they want to take the law into their own hands. Like, it's ridiculous. And this isn't even our country to begin with. So, <laughs> why are you mad? You're everybody here, unless you are a Native American. Everybody here is an immigrant. Everyone. Everyone. Mm-hmm. So come on now. Like your your ancestors, uh, man on the horse, uh, sailed over from England or Ireland, or usually England, or Ireland, or Scotland, or Spain, uh, or like Spain. Yeah, I'm like, you you didn't come here. You 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 might have been in Ohio. But guess what? Your ancestors were not. <laughs> they came over on the Mayflower. Like, so it's like, no. No. I don't, I don't understand it. And they need to have more, uh, there just needs to be, like, more clear guidelines in the process for, like I said, process for the uh, people to come over needs to be easier. Uh, the process for them, for when people want to become citizens needs to be easier because hell i could take that citizen test and probably fail oh i definitely i definitely flunk it if i didn't (laughs) if i didn't pass my ap u.s history test what makes you think i'll pass the citizenship test exactly (laughs) it's like it's crazy it's so crazy (laughs) and then what happened on the border it's like seeing those images it's 2021 first of all y'all really carry whips like that blew me. Like, was that like a standard issue whip? <laughs> Did everybody just get a min- memo and we're like, hey guys, we're gonna go to the cowboy store and let's go get pull- pick up some whips, some bull whips. Like, wh- what? What? Put that little inkling of a thought in your mind, and then to do that—that that is one like cruel and inhumane. You treated people like cattle. It's, it's already bad enough how you already see the depictions of when uh, they're at the border and people are coming in and they're rounding them up to send them back. But like, and that's already bad. But like that just took it to another level. Mm-hmm. And it just and then for them to be uh, Haitian refugees, and so it's already an extra like just an extra poke. Uh, just knowing the history of this country of like 
Haitians are black. They are black people, and you're sat there and have images all over national news of you, these men on horses, whipping the backs of black people. And it's just sad and disheartening, and it's ridiculous. Like, why? How? Who has that much hatred? Who? Who? Yeah. It was standard issued. It, it definitely was standard issued. Uh, it doesn't, unfortunately at this point, it doesn't surprise me that nobody was like, hey, what if somebody catches this on camera and then releases it? And because it, it was um, Border Patrol, correct me if I'm wrong. So that's a, like a federal agency. Um, and, so, and so it's like, oh, and then it, they release it and now it's a PR issue and now we look super racist and now nobody's gonna come work for us y'all already had hiring issues um it's like oh so there's an extra layer y'all were already y'all were already under fire for separating families uh for the past four or five years um and then there were extra reports of uh cbp officers like sterilizing women uh uh who were like held in those facilities so it's just like y'all just um yeah Y'all, y'all kind of need a clean house yeah. at this point. But when you have people who encourage that, going back to who's running and who's currently in power, like when you have people encouraging that or just being apathetic and not caring, um, that's that's going to be the impression people have. I mean, not just of Texas, uh, but just like of the country as a whole. So. Again, why it's like kind of important uh, for elections next year. Yeah. Woo. Texas. <laughs> once again, I'm once once again, I'm kind of glad I moved. Um. Me <laughs> too. You exit assimilation. I don't know about that. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So that's that's what we have for now for the. I'm not gonna repeat it again. It took a minute for me to say. But for <laughs> for our election watch watch segment. Um. So moving on. Um. So we're kind of beefing with France. Uh. And it we didn't we didn't start it. What happened was that. Um, Australia ditched a deal uh, to buy French submarines and they said actually we're going to buy from uh, America and, and the UK instead um, they, they were yeah they uh, made a new military agreement with, with us in the UK um, so they, they're going to be supplied with technology to construct uh, uh, to construct a fleet of nuclear submarines um, and they're considered to be like superior, uh, compared to those of the past. So in response, France recalled its ambassadors to the United States and Australia on Friday. Um, and they said, they basically said they felt like they were stabbed in the back on, or yeah, they, they were stabbed in the back. Uh, and it's a major diplomatic break between 
France, the UK, and the US. Um, so, and this isn't like the first issue of free trade that France has had, not with us per se, but just generally. Um, they were already negotiating a free trade agreement between the European Union and Australia. Uh, and they were in talks to like remove barriers to exports and uh, intellectual property rights. Um, they've already been affected. The Australian coal, wine, barley, and beef have already been affected by trade tensions with China, as a, of course, because um, China has kind of been looking for a way to into Australia's uh, you know multiple trade agreements. Um, so they're kind of playing a role in it as well with the tensions. Um, so basically, to summarize all of that, uh, France, France had a submarine deal with Australia, Australia backed out and wanted a deal with us in the UK instead. France is pissed off. So, yeah, um, that's just why they were mad. I don't think anything like war or sanctions or anything are going to come out of it. Um, I think it's just kind of like cold shoulder moment. So... Yeah, we, we will see, but that that happened in the past week. Got anything? Yeah, I definitely agree that I don't think it would come to, like, blows. <laughs> to where <laughs> we're going to come to war. It's like, no. Uh, that it would take a lot in order for France to go to war with, like, to war of that capacity. Uh, when this is, like I said, something that's more of a... It's serious issue, but at the same time, it's not we're gonna send bombs over type issue uh this is more of the behind the scenes when people behind the scenes cutting deals uh shaking hands making conversation uh yes they're gonna be mad for a while <laughs> take a cold shoulder <laughs> but it's things that can be dealt with politically easily rather than that uh, rather than the route of going to a full-blown war or anything like that uh, and it's just gonna be cool. it's interesting to watch just because you're right, you see? Like, it's your fix. But I feel like just every couple of years, uh, some of these trade agreements, especially with uh, dealing with the EU and all that, and like England and Great Britain or whatever, they still don't have the issue together. <laughs> dealing with that in its, uh, its own but uh yeah because brexit happened uh in case anybody forgot they did yeah. they did technically break um so they're still hashing all all of that shit out mm-hmm. and then we just hell we just got back into our uh other trade agreements and things and not trade agreements but our different like uh agreements and treaties and things because of the previous administration. <laughs> so we're still playing, playing catch up at this point um, with a lot of things. But I feel like they're going to negotiate something that is going to be handled within the next couple months. It'll still be because like, it's not going to be something that's drawn out for over a year. I, yeah. But it's going to get handled and then it's just going to be like a smooth, seamless process because again, this is going to all be done behind the scenes behind the door it's like things you don't see when they go out and schmooze and have dinners and secret meetings and yeah it's like it's gonna be handled that way uh just in 
It's just kind of funny. They're like, hey, we want to buy from you guys. Never mind. They got a better price. Let's take it over here. They, they treated France like Walmart. They said, you have the same exact product, but I'm going to go over here to Turkey. They and go eat. get it from here. Damn, they really did call France great value. <laughs> right? Because I don't want that great value. <laughs> because at, in the midst of that like I said Australia is having their own issues with uh, with their own trade with China at the moment because well China is beefing with everybody at this point China is like the cousin <laughs> everybody talks about you'd be like they still show up but like everybody's talking about them. <laughs> but yeah it's just uh, it's gonna be good to watch this because we in our lifetime, this is like the most amount of uh, things to happen, like in front of your eyes. And we are that generation where one, we're at the age where we actually make a change and show it. Uh, and the older generation is dying out. <laughs> so we're getting to that point to where we can't have people in the room that are more speaking for the people rather than for themselves or for their political gain. Because even though, of course, everybody's going to speak on their own behalf for their own gain, but they're more like-minded. And it's proven, like, it's shown. And, and this is not just an American thing. This is, like, shown through other countries as well. So it's just, like, even though... Uh, Justin Thoreau is in... Kind of off and on with him just because of his little past scandals, but <laughs> uh, but in any case, he is like the golden child for Canada, like you know, like and that's like a proven thing. Like he is in that he is within like our target age demographic, and in uh, that political power to make the changes and to actually make sure that these agreements are withheld uh, or set up even. So we're like starting to get that in. Let's go ahead. Um, you're all our 90. Let's keep go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to be on that committee. Oh, man. Woo! I was like, all y'all don't need to do is the same old people in the same rooms. It's on the same committees. Same committee chairs. What up, Jay? <laughs> Yeah, like, it says something that all the committee chairs, to my knowledge, I, I need to double check, but I feel like all the committee chairs are old and white. All of them. No matter which side. Just all of them across the board. Party leaders, old white men, both sides. Mitch, Mitch McConnell will never die out of spite, I feel like. Oh my god. Because <laughs> he's a turtle. Nowhere. And as such, he has a turtle lifespan. Um, <laughs> but then, but then, like, we get a Nancy Pelosi every once in a while. You get a, um, you get a Maxie. So, like, you get like little wins. Well, little wins. You know, <laughs> Nancy been there forever. Auntie Maxie. You know, I actually don't know how long Maxine Waters been in 
Yeah, because it feels forever. like for, and I was like, it feels like forever. But I was like, did, did she come in around the same time? It's been um. forever too. <laughs> <laughs> and she been around like before we even knew if she was around. She was around. Yeah, it's true. Like Bernie, Bernie Sanders. He's been around for, since forever. forever. <laughs> so I was like, oh, like when I learned about Bernie Sanders, so I was like, oh, when he first ran, I'm like I don't know this man. And right. I his history. And I was like, oh, you've just been down for the cause since like. From jump, okay, cool. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, we, we get those like little spurts. <laughs> yeah, right. Bernie was with George, <laughs> not George and him. <laughs> oh, Sam Adams. <laughs> oh. They basketball to get to Oh man. But um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, this it, this isn't like you know what what we go through with North Korea, where we just have to like clinch and be like, it's the day the day that they're gonna launch. No, it's nothing like that. It's just France just pissed off at us. Um, uh, to a greater extent, they're more so pissed off at Australia, but we just call strays. Uh, because <laughs> basically Australia was like Australia is, <laughs> um was basically doing that thing in the meme with the guy looking back and you know we were the uk uh us in the uk were the girl uh walking past and france just uh looked at australia just astonished just like how dare you yeah that's that's what's going on that's it <laughs> the, fun the funniest part about all this is technically with australia if the queen wanted to they can enact what, whatever they would like because they are still a part of Britain. They are still a part of that colony. They are technically like a, well, are they technically a colony? Uh, but they are, they are not a colony, but branched off from the British government. Mm. Even though they are their own entity, if the uh, royal family chose to enact power over them, they can. They serve the queen still. So it's kind of funny. So it's like, yeah. So yeah. Even though Britain caught Australia as well as America, uh, yeah, they they would have caught it anyway. Period. Because if they wanted to do it, they could. So like, yeah. <laughs> remember a couple? It was. I don't know. Some people might be too young, but remember, like us. Uh, you would probably remember. Uh where there was like a whole thing we were beefing with France maybe 10 years ago or so and they had the whole thing it was like freedom fries we're not calling them French fries oh yeah freedom fries yeah I think there was a whole segment on it uh <laughs> if I remember like, it's like yeah <laughs> like it's like yeah like this is and, and look at that everybody got over that <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like yeah it's, it's there's always gonna be like little tensions. But it's not like a major thing. <laughs> no. Nah. Because these are uh, three, four, four countries. So these are four countries that can come together and actually sit in a room, even with when we have disagreements and talk. You don't have to worry about them coming over to try to occupy a country and take over, or force or force their hand or anything like that. So it's just, it's more of a like a. We watching y'all. What's happening? Right. But like, but we're just watching because we're not scared. We just watching because we want to see what's gonna go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Um. Oh no, Dallas. You uh. You're right. That was on scandal. That was. I think that was a running joke. Um. Cause. Uh, oh no, it was a real thing too. Yeah, it was a real thing, but it was like a running joke on scandal. Like they would order the freedom prize from that burger place. And I was like, is that real? And I went to DC. And I was like, that's not real. I'm sad. But yeah. <laughs> so it definitely was on scandal. Yeah, it was a restaurant. Um. Also, hi, Panda. No, we, we're not serving fries per se. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Hey, France, nice country. I want to just I still gonna go visit. That's how you know it's not bad. <laughs> if we can still go to the country, we are. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So that's all we got on the international point as well. So, for our Twitch Watch segment. Um, I didn't see the, I didn't see any new updates, uh, generally regarding the hate raids or anything like that. Hi, Dirty. Um, I didn't see anything, uh, new in that regard. Uh, unfortunately, a couple more people did get swatted. Um, and it was like, hey, we're, we're, we still suffering. We still gotta be extra vigilant. And Twitch was just like, so yeah, about this new thing. Um... <laughs> Uh, I, they're, I'm gonna assume they're working behind the scenes, but, you know, Twitch is Twitch. Um, I do want to talk about, talk a little bit about revenue split. Uh, that's why I, I called it revenues and representation. Um, so, and <laughs> the representation part can also go into the just don't care segment, but, uh, I'm gonna do the representation part first. So, y'all remember when Deathloop came out recently? Um... And there was this whole campaign by the NOR Network, which uh, is Black Femme Lit, um, and is aimed to get more Black female Twitch uh, streamers like on the front page, get them more recognition and all of that. Um, and there's another one called, oh, please don't drag me, because uh, <laughs> I, I will get the letters mixed up. I think it's uh, NNE Sega, um, that is another uh kind of brand that's uh for and by uh people of color and uh black creators. So they did this whole push to have black creators um get the uh get the code, early access code, you know, some people get early access for games for Deathloop. Um the significance of that was because Deathloop featured two black main characters, the voice actors of which were black. So <laughs> Look, Moo, I gotta be sure that, you know, people people be dragging. <laughs> so I just wanna, like, clear the air. It's like, I don't mean disrespect. <laughs> but yeah, um, so the significance of Deathloop is that, that their main characters are black, they're vo voiced by black actors, voice actors, so um, there's this whole push to have black creators, like, play the game before its actual release and even after the release. Um, so what did Twitch do? Twitch did a uh kind of video promo uh on their social media sites they featured uh i don't know how many creators but um out of the creators they featured only one of them was black and i believe that they were a black male playing uh deathloop and it was all like a deathloop uh promo but everybody else was white so Streamer Twitter was up in arms, particularly black streamer Twitter, because of all the work they did, as I mentioned before, to get the early access codes to 
uh, push out content, push out like reviews, all that stuff about Deathloop. Um, and Twitch was like, but our white creators <laughs> who are also playing this. And I'm just like, oh, I need Twitch to just get a clean house on their PR. <laughs> and any saga. Thank you, Nee. Um, <laughs> but before I get into the revenue part of Twitch, because that's a whole bigger conversation. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? <laughs> you want to push black creators. <laughs> you have black creators create more content for you. And then you just leave them hanging. <laughs> Why? 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 Um, and then... Because the hate rates and things like that have lessened, but not really. Uh, and it's not as big in the news as it was in the very beginning. Now they're like, oh, well, we don't have that eye on us anymore. So we really, really don't need to push on it as much anymore. Um, you still do. Still have those issues, still have those problems. Uh, and Twitch is acting as if any large corporation would it's kind of like okay well nobody's watching anymore so sweep that under the rug and let's move on to the next but you're like making the mistakes repeatedly over and over again and it might the circumstances may change but it's still the same mistakes and you're still not listening and uh allowing your non-white creators to be heard and to have a voice and to like uh be promoted more on the platform like how you said like death loop they made it to where they're it was geared so that other creators that were not white could have this time and space and be like, hey, we're doing this, like, this just showcase and to push it more forward to be more visible. Yet, Twitch, the corporation is like, <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't want that. Uh, so what we're going to go ahead and do, guys, <laughs> I know you did. Twitch is the part, you know what? That's what it is. You know, in high school, when you had a project, and then there was always like the couple people in there in the group that would do all the work. And there's one that kind of just came in at the end and did a little bit. So like the ones that came in at the end and did a little bit would be like the white creators. And then <laughs> Twitch is that person in the group that just didn't do anything. And they just put their name on the project. They're like, yeah, here, look what we did. And they came on presentation day and presented it as if they did it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what? <laughs> um, so like, yeah, like, that's how it feels. It's just crazy. It's ludicrous. Uh, and I totally agree. Y'all need PR. Like, if anything, where, uh, what's our face? Since we brought up Scandal, um, <laughs> we, we, we need, we need Olivia Pope for them. Um, we need the real life one. Uh, I forgot what her actual name is, but we need oh, the yeah, real life her. Olivia Pope. Yeah. We need a real fixer <laughs> to come on in there um, and just let them know we need, uh, it's not House of Cards, whatever the, the John Cheadle show was, House of Lies. We need that whole team to come in and just like do the sweep and figure out what they can do better. <laughs> Y'all need some focus groups? I don't know. Like, people are throwing out ideas for you, but you're just not receiving any of it. Uh, 
Yeah, and it's just remarkable. It truly is. Like, so nobody is actually putting an ear to the door to listen in on what everyone is saying. And you're just choosing to just keep it shut and be like, no, we're not going to acknowledge it. We're going to do it our way rather than acknowledging what you're saying. And, uh, and like, actually how we have private um, people developing their own things uh, for creators to use and to access to and to work to help combat, like, the raids and things like that. And instead of opening the, peeking out the door a little bit and be like, hey, actually, they're doing something over there. No, you're just going to keep it closed and you're going to pretend like you don't know that they're saying all these things, that their people are providing you with solutions and plausible solutions at that. So it's not even something that's just out of the realm of possibility. These are things that can actually be proven to work, uh, but you're choosing not to do it. So it's just like, take some ideas, sit down with, sit, actually sit down with some of your black creators, uh, with some of your, uh, any of minority creators. Don't just have them on the front page. No, sit down with them and ask them. Because these are the people that push your numbers. These are the people making you money. These are the people being affected by it. So sit down with them. Say like, hey guys, what are your ideas? And I bet you, whoo, you'll get what you need. <laughs> but no, Twitch want to be Twitch and they're going to stay being Twitch. And, uh, yep. Do better. <laughs> Basically, so not Dallas making his. <laughs> I I didn't go hold you. Like I thought when I saw his name, I was like, oh shit, my internet went out. <laughs> so it's like no, just Dallas just wanted to change his name to all black. <laughs> I was looking at my phone is in night mode, so I was like, whose name is in black? I was like, I don't even know who's typing. <laughs> I click on it. <laughs> um. Yeah, so so definitely Twitch needs to get it together. That just felt like a big slap in the face, though. Like, there's this whole campaign. Like, you had, um, like I said, you had people who, you know, start their own brand to get more um, recognition for for your non-white creators. And you just, like, for for your feature for this new game um, that's pretty popular, you're, you're just going to feature only one. The only one minority. Uh, gonna get, the way that we're going to get recognition and change is for more uh, non-black or more white creators to speak up about it. It's literally, then that's sad that that's how it has to happen. But like, I feel like that's the only way that they're going to actually figure out and hear what everybody's having to say. So it's like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... So, kind of going off of that, we're going to kind of get into a deeper dive for a little bit for about Twitch's revenue, basically their revenue split. So, as you all are aware, I meant to look this up earlier, but as you all are aware, um, there is a 50-50 revenue split once you reach affiliate, um, and it doesn't change when you get partner. The only way it changes when you get partner, to my understanding, is that you have to negotiate which, with Twitch after you get a certain amount of subs. The subs... I can tell you it's not like 45 or 50 or like the logos we have up here. Um, it is in the hundreds, possibly thousands. Uh, it might be a 500 or a thousand, but I don't know. I got, I got to double check that. You need a lot of subs in order to even negotiate. Like, can I get a bigger split? 
um, a bigger revenue split. And so, um, there have been, and this has been like going on for years, uh, months, definitely months. Definitely. I was venture to say years, even before we got on, there's been, uh, discussions going on that like basically Twitch needs to increase its revenue split because they're backed by Amazon. So they have money. Um, their top 10 to 20 streamers make, make the company like millions upon billions of dollars themselves. So again, they have money. Um, so I guess like the idea, I guess when they first started was because, because they were more so a startup before they got big, um, and didn't have that many people. Uh, but you know, now it's blown up into a whole thing. Like this is a whole, <laughs> um, this is a whole, uh, thing now. Like people are making their careers off of Twitch. More people are joining Twitch every day. There are like 7 million, I think, up Mm, that number might be even bigger but um it's a, lot. It's, it's, a, a lot. it's a lot of people on here it's a lot of people making twitch money because getting affiliate is fairly easy um if you have like a solid community and you are fairly consistent um i say fairly easy asterisk i know it's not easy for everybody depending on what their schedule is uh please don't come at me uh don't come at me saying i've been streaming for five years and i'm still not affiliate i'm sorry <laughs> but from what i've seen the requirements are seem fairly easy compared to partner, which is another thing. Um, getting to partner is a grind. And we talked about this last week. We get that it's like, it's supposed to be the elite. Um, but it's not even like the top level. Partner's like, all right, mid-management, you good. Um, the top level will be ambassador. Uh... <laughs> If you, like, if you want to like really be up there, you want to be a Twitch ambassador, but, um, but partner is more elite than affiliate. So it's understandable why there's a higher, why are there more requirements and why there's a higher concurrent, uh, view count, um, that needs to be at, or needs to be factored in. Um, but it's a big jump and it can get discouraging because concurrent view counts, go in waves just unless you like hit it big off of a couple of good raids or like front page it's really hard to like make a natural climb up there quickly or another way i've seen is that people have a big following on a social platform like youtube uh tiktok uh instagram and they bring their followers over that's another thing um it's a lot. Um, so I would argue, I would argue that at least for partners, that revenue, that revenue split should be more for them. Like 70, 30. Yeah. 75, 25. Um, for us even, because YouTube even has a better revenue split there. I, I believe they're for 55, 45, 55 going to the creators. Um, which is only 5% difference, but it's still like, well, creators get a little more because of the work they put in. So there, I mean, I would even venture to say like, maybe do that same thing on Twitch for the, your affiliates, uh, 55, 45 split, or even a 60, 40 split. It, it's not that they can't afford it. It's just that they got comfy with what they're doing. And nobody has raised, raised a big enough stink about it. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah uh what, what's uh what's your thoughts on that yeah it should definitely be revisited and the split should definitely be raised uh just because like you said like the creators are the one making the content there yes you were using your platform and for free at that but there are other platforms that you can also use that uh that you get more from uh and the only like the one of the big major differences with twitch is just the fact that like you have more fun interactive things that you can use within your communities like the emotes and things like that like that's fun that's something that people enjoy uh using in chats and like it's more a little bit more interactive when you do things like that because uh, that's not something like you can do on some of those other platforms uh but that's still not something that <laughs> y'all can be like doesn't take half it's like but that's not fair you didn't do any work <laughs> um but yes and i ag agreed like they have the revenue for it it's not going to be a huge miss uh it's really not it can work it you would still be making millions upon millions uh but it would also help your creators be a little bit more happy uh people who don't want to leave it was like it's just a bigger selling point it just seems more right because when you first get affiliate and you kind of look and when you come in blind and you don't know about it and when you first read the paperwork and it's like huh so if I made a hundred dollars you're taking 50 okay so that means I have to grind even harder to uh, get me a little payout goal like that's why some people like this is a full-time job for them because uh, you have to grind so hard if you want to make money off of it uh, and even though five percent five percent difference wouldn't seem like a lot it actually can be in the long run I think that little bit can help just a little bit more uh, yeah it's like but you're putting in all the effort you're making the content for them we're having to put up with bullshit <laughs> With raids and uh, hate raids and uh, glitches and worrying about uh, the uh, getting the music strikes and like all kinds of things like and just come on <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, just give just give me a little pay like just bump it up a little bit so that way it makes it feel like you want this to be a place for your creators to be comfortable to uh, access to use to keep enjoying and to keep building their own communities you want this to be that place and just like any job because twitch technically is a job because you still have tax paper for it uh any job keep your employees happy so like that little bit that little bit goes a long way uh and this is something that's been in place for I don't know how long, how they've had the contract set up like that. So it's something that they need to restructure, to look at and to restructure just because it has been in place for so long. So at this point, it's just like, hey guys, you can actually afford to give more or to take less because uh, you're not giving anything because everybody who makes money on Twitch, you earn that shit. I'm just going to say it. You earn <laughs> what you make because you are putting out content no matter how big or small, you are putting out content. You are creating something. This is you. 
this is your platform. Uh, no matter how many views you get, no matter how much you like, it shouldn't really be about the money, but for uh, people, but if like, if you're a full-time streamer, it is about the money because like, that's what supports you to keep streaming, to do what you want to do. Uh, but yeah, it's like, just Twitch, do better. Listen <laughs> to your creators. Treat your creators better. Like, come on, just treat us better. It. We're not asking for anything's like ridiculous, but yeah, that's all I got to say on Twitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely a day job. It's definitely like it can be a day job, and it's definitely a grind. Like depending on how far you want to go, because some people just do it for a hobby. And if you want to do it, if you if that's all you want to do, that's great. That's your prerogative. Some people want to like start it out that way, and it's like, wow, I could really get into content creation. Um, and it's like, let's see how far I can go. But with these roadblocks set up, it can get discouraging really quickly, um, especially seeing that again with the revenue payout like because it's split 50 50 if you're if you're having a slow month because we've all had slow months um if you're having a slow month and your numbers are kind of down like it's, it's really discouraging um to see that if, if you're planning to go like fairly far um but it's fairly discouraging to see like you're not really doing much um you know with your with the analytics or with your uh with your payout um and it's not that you want to quit. You you want to like keep doing this because like it's something that you love to do. And Twitch makes it easy to. The one thing, the one advantage Twitch has over, I would say YouTube. And I know I've like cut out Facebook gaming in the conversation because I don't know a lot about Facebook gaming and it's still fairly new. And I don't know uh, how that works. And also, I'm not on Facebook gaming because I don't want my real name out there like that. But. Um, and I would have to make a whole, it, it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> so, um, the one advantage Twitch has over YouTube, I know, uh, is that it's really easy to monetize. It's a lot easier to monetize, monetize because like I said, for all, to do, all you need is to be affiliate. All you need for affiliate are 50 followers, three concurrent view average. Um, and like I said, if you have a solid community, that's fairly easy to get. Uh, now, for those of you just starting bare bones, just out there, um, I would advise you, like, get get into somebody's community. Don't pilfer, but get into somebody's yeah. community, make friends, and be like, this is what I do. And come, it's, it's, everybody says come with something unique, and I can see how that, I, I know just personally, uh, like, that could trigger kind of like an imposter syndrome reaction of like, but I don't feel like I do anything you need like like I'll talk about, my, about myself a little bit like I'm not just uh out there out there personality wise I don't like make jokes I mean I mean slick make slick comments and stuff but it's not like I'm not comedian first or anything like that um is like my <laughs> Jay says all the time it's just like I just be chilling like <laughs> that's it so um that's why I like if I were to advise somebody I wouldn't necessarily say oh bring something unique to the table because that's gonna be like uh especially when you're comparing yourself um because everybody does it when you're comparing yourself to other people um and even not like anybody in the community but just like big names out there who um you either see them like they're they're super attractive or 
like they they like scream at everything or their all their reactions are just like really big and stuff and it's like i can't do that i don't want to do that so um on that end i do get how it's hard but like i said for affiliate um it is in a way pretty easy as long as you have a solid community as long as you know how to talk to people and make friends and just yeah. like network and talk about your favorite games because there's a community for everybody like we're we're uh primarily a blurred uh or minority centric nerd culture um but there's like a community for those who love anime like more than we do there's community for those who like sports there's a espn has its own channel here so if you want your 2k like there's a community for you um so you can it it's the twitch is a wild wild west still in the sense that everything that you could possibly think of is on here even politics because for the longest i was like can you talk about politics because i would always see that in people's rules like no politics i was like oh i guess it's a written rule and then i looked up the uh terms of services and they were just like no just don't fundraise for a candidate and i was like oh that's it oh i'm gonna talk um but that was before i realized that the guy off of young turks was actually a creator on here as well so it's mm -hmm. there's a space for everybody is what i'm saying it definitely is <laughs> said about the comparing yourself to because everybody streams different everybody streams different type of things so it's really hard to compare yourself to other people because on the hold up that name looks familiar i'm sorry yeah i looked i was like hey zach how are you <laughs> welcome in uh, I, I, I follow him on twitch um but yeah um that's yeah but yeah it's like don't compare yourself to uh yeah hassan yes i blanked um, on that but yeah oh see my thing cut out for a little bit so i couldn't hear that part and you were like and i was like i think she yeah she probably is. I, was like, I feel like it because i'd be like the only big political person i know on twitch uh yes he always has consistently thousands upon thousands and thousands of views uh so yeah <laughs> uh it's like anytime he's on and i see him on my live uh list he's, he's always at the top because <laughs> like yeah <laughs> i was like there's there's a community for everything uh but yeah it's like don't compare yourself because everybody like said, everybody even though you stream similar content everybody is different so there might be somebody yes yeah, somebody might have more energy than you or somebody might do this differently than you but you might do something that's different than them that's that translate over that translates over well with other people uh like everybody has their corner and when you kind of find your little niche then you stick with it just because it's like oh boom it's working and like you'll see 
the numbers uh, reflecting, you'll see it climb more. And it's like, even though, like, that's also another tip. I like how this sweg- segued into, like, tips for new streamers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, that's just real, like, uh, uh, don't pay attention to the numbers sometimes. Because that'll... Turn your viewer account off. <laughs> yes. Like, when I first started, it's... Only time I really kept it on is when you're trying to go affiliate, just to make mm-hmm. sure, like, okay, I'm here. How many is in here? Wait, turn it off. <laughs> I will talk. I've literally been in the chat one time and talked to one person consistently for an hour and a half, and I was just in my own zone having a full-blown conversation. And this, these are early days. <laughs> this is, like, right after my affiliate. <laughs> Uh, but it's just like, yeah, like, always talk like somebody's watching, even if nobody is, or like, just be yourself. And even if you feel like you're faking for a while, your natural personality is going to come out more and more, and it's going to grow, it's going to blossom more. Because, uh, like, everybody kind of goes through that little metamorphosis mm-hmm. uh, where they. You might start out more, but then, like, suddenly you just have this, like, confidence about yourself while you're doing it. You're way more comfortable with it. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah. Learn. Yeah, be yourself. Learn to be yourself. Don't look at don't look at numbers. <laughs> uh, find, your, find a community. And it'll naturally branch from there. Yeah, like, just naturally. And... Naturally. And me being an analytics person, like, I can't help but look at numbers sometimes. So, like, I do it if, if you are like me and you like looking at numbers. But, like, um, the thing is, I, I don't have my view account. You don't see it on my screen. Um, like Dallas said, I don't really look at it until it's time to rate. Uh, because then it's like, I'm on the home screen. And it's like, okay, what? Well, oh, okay, that's how many people are in there. So, um, but if you're like me, you like numbers. Um <laughs> If you want, if you are curious of like, how did I do this week or this month, then go to like sites like Twitch Tracker or Sully Gnome, um, that will give you like an overview of like your averaging, because um, it's hard kind of viewing it day to day. And Twitch has its own uh, analytics tracker as well, but it's like it's nice to like just compare those numbers and be like, again, if you if you want to take this a little more seriously, just be like, okay these are the games that did pretty well um let's see how i can uh improve it or i did better this day versus this day maybe i should go earlier or something like that um but that's like more so when you get into the grind of like maybe i want to get to a certain number or maybe i want to try for partner um by the way i I don't know when i'm gonna announce that i was like do i want a partner push i don't think i'll even announce for partner push it's like if it's there it's there but yeah. <laughs> um, it's not that I don't look. It's just more so like I'm just going to enjoy the ride and keep making content for right now. So um, which is very good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let me just low pressure. <laughs> <laughs> like not have to worry. And yeah, it's kind of made it happen. Which is a give and take, right? Because, like, there's so much space between 3 and 75 that, like, you can just be enjoying the ride and look up one day and be like, oh, I'm at 65 average? I wonder if I can push that a little bit more. Um, Granted, because there's a 
because the big jump also includes a big jump in benefits, um, people are kind of like actively looking up like, do I have what it takes? Because a lot of us, well, I won't say a lot of us want partner, but like the benefit we see to being partner um, outside of the VIP access and all that is just like more emote, sl emote slots so you can no negotiate your, um, your payout, uh, but mainly emote slots. That's that's the that's one of the things Twitch has like done right and like really monetized. It's like their emotes. Um, oh, and that you can create your own bit, uh, your own bitty emote thing. Um, yeah. So, just like, just like those benefits are like kind of, and it works. It kind of incentivizes you to be like maybe one day, but um, I guess it's a give and take to it. It would it be nice? I think it would be nice personally to have something in the middle between three and seventy-five to be like, okay, you can have five more email slots, and that will tide you over until you get to the seventy-five, where it's like, okay, you you got the rest of it. Um, so I don't know, maybe some like where you have thirty, forty-ish, forty-five-ish concurrent views, um, might be kind of a nice wiggle room middle spot, but yeah, um, yeah, it's just. Uh, oh yeah, and the MA emotes, because like, that's that's another thing, partners get access to stuff, generally get uh, access to stuff that's in beta, uh, quicker, more quickly, and we see that with the anime emotes, because I think they're for everybody, but it's just that partners have access to them right now. Yeah. Everyone's saying, but like I said, they got access now, and it's like, I, 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 I want one. <laughs> <laughs> He wants one too. Right? Like you said it's for everybody yet. It's not for everybody right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. It's the whole partner grind. I want I have like a list of people in my head that like I want to see make partner and to grind it out and to do it and because I fully believe that they could. And these are people within our community and people outside of the community. I'm just like, I want, I, I want you to get to that level. Uh, just because it's, it's just an extra spot of recognition. It's just like, you say like, oh, I'm your partner. Like, and it's a proud feeling when you make affiliate, it's a proud feeling. So I know you're proud when you make partners. It's like, yeah. Um, but yes, just grind it out and too much and if you want that to be your goal keep it to yourself or tell everybody but like it's a personal choice yeah but yeah it's like oh yeah that's the other thing uh sorry that was the other thing i was like i might get on a tangent about this but i'm a i'm a really in just a little bit i'm gonna try really in as much as i can so one thing that like i won't say it irks me but i just don't like really seeing is like people shaming those who say okay I want to be partner like saying it early um and saying like don't talk about that at least until you reach 60 or 70 like I feel like that should be people's personal choice and again on the other side maybe don't shame people who are more quiet about him just be like I'm just enjoying the ride they may actually just be enjoying the ride <laughs> um mm -hmm. and like if you if you shame either side like that doesn't make you better um but yeah, I just don't really like the whole shaming of like, 
more so if people want to like manifest it and speak it into existence even though they may be sitting at 10 or 15 average right now like you don't know they could easily they could reach 75 like i said it it, it all it takes is like those one or two big rates and those people liking them and sticking with them um and further going growing the community or they get the opportunity to be front page um those are the biggest things that I see where people take off really quickly. And there are other things too, just like branching out more, doing more on your socials generally. But, um, yeah, don't shame people for their journey. If they want to, if they want to manifest it, let them manifest. And if they want to like be humble about it, let them be humble. Existence. <laughs> be proud. Let people be proud. There's nothing wrong with wanting things in life and letting people know this is what I want. <laughs> like, shouldn't be ashamed of it. So, yeah. Let people talk about it. Yeah. I met my family. <laughs> but, um, okay. I think that's. Wait. Wait, wait. I, I was going to acknowledge what Moon said when about discouraged because I really hope. Oh, go ahead. Discouraged because. You know, especially within our community, we will peer pressure like a motherfucker for you. <laughs> uh, we don't care. Nobody cares if you actually play games or whatever. They're like, stream. Okay, but I don't play anything. You don't have to. Just stream. <laughs> stream. I, I don't even have a computer yet. Stream. Just talk. You got a phone, right? You can do that. It's like, what? Dream. Like that, I feel like that's our just our community motto. It should just be our motto at this point. What's the motto? DNA. Just stream. <laughs> stream it. Um, like I'm cooking. Stream it. Make <laughs> makeup. Stream it. <laughs> I'm outside working. Stream it. Oh my god. <laughs> like we literally do. Like and I feel like about at this point for people who were not streaming or who weren't playing games as heavily about 80% of us uh, were pushed into it, like, dream. Oh, <laughs> dream. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. Yeah, because, man, we got, that's, I am proud of that, got Doc to stream. Right? Doc who wouldn't even come to the VC <laughs> that we had to literally cash app sometimes to be oh. like, hey, I just want to hear you talk. Can you, can you get in the VC? <laughs> man, I used to harass the mess out of Doc just to talk. Oh my god! And when I, after I heard his voice, I was like, I'm content. <laughs> it happens. I'm okay. I'm I'm good in life now. And then it's just like, oh, you want to stream too? So we can hear you anytime. And it's like, that's just like, and Doc, I know you hate love, but you're about to get some love right now. It was like a proud moment just like see you come into your own and stream. Uh, just because, yes, you built a whole, like, it's so proud. Of a you. whole studio. You a whole studio. Built a whole studio. I love that. Like, I love that the peer pressure and the love that we felt for you pushed you into that. Uh, like, I'm so glad that we were part of that, ex uh, part of that. And, like, got to come around for that experience. Uh, Moon, I love I loved your little booty call hour streams. <laughs> like you, you was, you were really grinding out in the middle of the night when everybody was asleep. I was just sad I was um, asleep. <laughs> right, I'll pop up at least 
doesn't feel you're already a part of communities and streaming just brings you even closer just because it's like it's like an extra thing even though like everybody becomes friends and you have things to talk about that's like an extra extra thing on top that we get to not only talk about but do with each other because you get to collaborate with each other uh like it's just fun it's great it's great to experience things with your friends and like uh have the platform to do this so twitch pay us our money <laughs> so we can be happier uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Even you, me. Me was fresh and brand new. We were like, hey. Yeah, you gonna stream? <laughs> so, God! <laughs> Are you like, really needs to do better because I don't think I would have had experiences like this like on Facebook gaming or on YouTube like right this is something the culture within Twitch is it's its own little uh, microorganism like it's its own thing uh, so it's just that's why it's just so frustrating when things aren't working or going right because like this is something that literally is within the whole of Twitch and then you have like your sub with like Black Twitch and then like you have your own little communities at which they're not, I'm sorry cuz nothing is little uh you have your own communities and like it's just it's so much and it's it's so fun it's so great it's you meet so many people like it's wonderful it really is <laughs> but yeah um <laughs> yeah I mean that's fair knee. but but it just goes to show you like we be loving when you come in the door <laughs> don't worry you weren't the first one we we, we got loved on like immediately it, it was pretty immediate <laughs> Everybody's level is <laughs> how they come into the group is always everybody's like coming into the group story is hilarious somehow. It's just like yeah. I, always, I always say the same thing. I pushed myself in. I was like, I didn't care if Jam and then had a spot for me. I was coming. I was like, I'm here. <laughs> so it's like yeah. <laughs> Other people were like, we'll, we'll find you and be like, hey. Drop them in the mess of everything, and everybody's like, "Hey, <laughs> like, come join us!" <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, I think, I mean, that was pretty much it for our Twitch Watch segment. Um, that kind of sparked a good conversation, though. Um, it did. That was. I like yeah and that's the best thing about this too it's like we have a structure but then at the same time it's 
allows for things to happen organically and like just like natural conversation yeah so it's not it's not like we have to follow every bullet point (laughs) (laughs) uh like we have like we have notes and things like that to go off of or like like hey i kind of want to talk about this tonight but then also natural conversations form and again that's like a thing within community just because me and em are comfortable enough with each other to like to even do that to just be like talking and be like oh yeah like because this would be a conversation we would have off stream, <laughs> off camera. So, like, how this is happening here is how it happens for real and in real life. And, like, when we're with each other at dinner and things like that, like, yes. <laughs> it's like, it's fun. Uh, alrighty. So, next up, I got something for the Just Don't Care segment. Oh, thank you, Moon. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so got got something for the just don't care segment. Um, hashtag Emmy so white. So, so there's an extra layer of this because what happened was that they nominated, I believe, 40, well, um, I want to say it was about 42 black people, black actors, actresses, um, producers, directors, uh, all of that. They nominated, I know it was over 40, um, or over 40 of them. To my knowledge, I believe only one, I've heard, I heard only one name and that was Michaela Cole from her, for her, um, short story. I, I may, damn, what's it called? I may hurt you? No. I may, uh, I may destroy you. Uh, yeah. Um, from her short, show, by the way. Yeah, her short short form show. I may destroy you. Um, that was the only name I recognized. And I'm not saying there weren't any more, but that was like the one recognizable black actress who won an Emmy, and everybody else got snubbed for Ted Lasso and there was another one where I was just like, yeah, yeah. Y'all didn't need to win. But Ted Lasso, like, swept. And um, those who got snubbed included Michael K. Williams. God rest the dead. Um, let's see. Who was on the Emmys this season? It's been a minute. Okay. I, I ain't gonna hold y'all. Like, the TV aspect of me is, like, kind of waning. But I know that was, like, one of the biggest... <laughs> that was one of the biggest snubs. Um, and, you know, late night talk show... I love Colbert. He won. Um, but that also means Trevor didn't. Uh, yeah. And it, it was a lot of people who were nominated. Um, and the fact that so many of them were nominated and got snubbed, and I can't remember all the names, but Emmys, Emmys don't care. And here's the thing. I know that basically the Emmys are like the Grammys that are like the Oscars. You, have, you basically got to pay to win. Like, yeah. to like from my understanding your name gets put in but you but on the side not necessarily you but the people who back you have to like raise so much money and all that and blah 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 it's not a vote on merits the people don't vote because i've never seen a vote for this person to win the emmys it's not like a regular regular american people who are voting it's people behind the scenes who's like well who raises the most money and that's who wins um so yeah even though it's presented like a prestigious 
popularity contest, the popularity part is taken out. Um, yes, I did know that. Dallas, RIP. Yeah, like, you had people, who is it, Olivia Coleman? Who? What show is this? <laughs> oh, from, from The Crown. I'm looking at the list. The Crown, like, that's what? what it was. That was the other sweep. It was The Crown and Ted Lasso. And then I know for a fact, because, like, uh, Netflix was taking it at the Emmys. Uh, but yeah, yeah, y'all had shows with black people in them and Hispanic people and Asian people. Uh, like, come on. And, like, I hope that, uh, that new show, I forgot the name of it, uh, about the indigenous people, like, I hope it Oh, yeah. like, y'all need your love, too. Everybody needs their love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, and give us nerds something, too, because mm. y'all just didn't get WandaVision, not one. I was gonna say, y'all snub, y'all snub Wanda after she did the tribute of wearing her sister's designs. Or Elizabeth Olsen. But y'all snub Wanda. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, like, it was... WandaVision got 23 nominations. For the nerd culture, 23 and not oh. No, nothing. Nothing. nothing but the crown one. Nothing. The crown one. The Crown. Hasn't The Crown been on like more than a year, like two or three years now? It Yes, it's on its fourth season. So I think like the newest one, they started, they finally gotten like to the Princess Diana a, a portion of the show now, I think. I think. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Because um, the Queen Elizabeth part was like really big and it was like around the same time that Prince Phil, wait. Yeah, Prince Philip died. Making sure I have my monarchs right. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, and the only reason why I know a little bit about The Crown is just because I like Matt Smith. Because I'm a Doctor Who nerd, Doctor Who fan. Uh, so it was just like, ooh, a show he's on. And then I saw it, I was like, hmm, no, never mind. We're good. Uh, but it's like, that beat Lovecraft County? Country? Oh, yeah. Really? You telling me that the crown about this old white lady is <laughs> alive that if I'm her life is not I'm sorry. Maybe it's because I'm American and I'm not British so I don't care. I don't know if the Brits care um, like that. <laughs> right? Uh, but it's just like I, I, I don't care if I wanted to I, I I read it in books. Um, I'm good. We had to learn that for history class. We had, I took I took AP World History, so we, we I learned about her. Um, yeah, no, not interested. <laughs> and so it's like you have all these great shows that the people love, yet it's always it's always stuff. Or I hate when they always get the award like to movies that just came out. Oh yeah. So who had time to see it? Right. How? How? Right. Like it's oh, it's just. Uh, 
Ooh, and he's so white. They always want to be so white. My favorite part of it, because I didn't watch the whole thing, I just watched clips, but like my favorite part is Seth Rogen calling them out. And he's like, we're in a closed off room. This isn't outside. You lied to us. <laughs> like, yeah, like he's just really like, guys, this is not okay. Uh, you say we outside, and we say they're like, oh, it's going to be an outdoor event. We're going to have limited capacity. I'm like, y'all were in a, a whole room, a closed off room still. There are a whole panorama doing a whole edit parfum <laughs> and like come on <laughs> really I was like but yeah it's ugh uh, I could have gave something to Catherine Hahn Han. Catherine Hahn yeah Michael K. Williams should have got an award definitely should have uh, MJ Rodriguez should have got a reward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Paul Benty, because, was he even, yeah, he was, he was nominated. Uh, he could have got something just because, like, he get, he birthed, uh, Vishon. <laughs> Vishon. Wait, give us something. Yeah. If these are so white, they gonna stay so white. And they always say like, oh, uh, this is why we create our own, uh, this is why we create our own award shows and yada yada for the record. And we don't need the validation. It's like sometimes it's not about the validation, but at the same time, this is why. If you're going to play in their league, mm-hmm you do need that recognition sometimes you can so you it would you rather be actress and comedian and yada yada or would you rather be emmy award winning because like that your name is always no matter what no matter what movie you're in it could be the dumbest thing in the world they are always going to put your name in writing as emmy award winning right oscar award winning <laughs> But also, Tony Award winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also, like, um, it's not that we're just in the space now. We're kind of killing it. We're not kind of, we are killing it. But we're killing it. And, like, it's like Viola Davis said when that clip of her came out. If Basically, if you're comparing me to Meryl Streep, then give me the same accolades that you give Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me the awards that you give her because I'm comparable to her. Is what you're telling me. If you're giving me that, um, that informal accolade that's like, oh, like Black Meryl Street, or is like she's like Meryl Street, then okay, let's see that in writing. Give me, give give me the the awards, the same awards that Meryl Street has gotten because I deserve it at that point. Hell, pay her the same. Yeah, pay her the same. And grant her, grant her those accolades. Um, but yeah, it was like, so like, we're, we're killing it in the art that is supposedly open for all now. Um, that's to be debated because Hollywood, but supposedly it's open for all. Um, so I just feel like, and like I said, it's a, it's a money thing. It's, um, kind of like 
you know, it's who you know, not what you know type of thing. So it's probably going to stay, unfortunately, it's probably going to, you know, stay this way um, until the people who are the same age as uh, Harvey Weinstein are just removed and just, just go away. Because uh, he's not the only one in there. He's just the worst, one of the worst. Um, but there are others who probably, while they didn't commit the egregious things that he, that he did, um, they probably still went, fell in line with that good old boy mentality. So, yeah, Emmy, Emmy says they gave no fucks <laughs> at all. It was like, dang, last time y'all said you just wanted to be nominated, we got to give you the award too? <laughs> like, yes. I, I didn't, you don't got to give him anything. I deserve this. <laughs> I earned this. But yeah, it's yeah, and Dallas is definitely right. They that they, you see, they don't say BET award winning. They never say that. It's like when you win an MTV award, they don't be like MTV award winning. Like some of these are like just more. That is strictly for the people. That is for your fan base, because uh, that's who's controlled by the fans. Whereas these are like. You have to be a part. You have to have that SAG card uh, in order to vote, and like it's just things like that. Like so much, so much going on. It's just give people their flowers. Yes. <laughs> While they're alive. Yes. Please and thank you. <laughs> um, did you have anything? to add for the just don't care segment uh no don't care so weekly roundup um this is something that's like that was like kind of interesting i'm gonna use allegedly so many times in here because i don't want y'all to come after me um <laughs> So, according to a new book called The Contrarian uh, by reporter Max Schaefkin, um, the book was about a uh, fellow Trump supporter, Peter Thiel. I think he was, like, he did something in the administration. You know what? After, like, that administration just left, I kind of, like, purged my mind of everything <laughs> everybody was involved in because I was just like, oh, child, I don't have to worry about this. Um... So, anywho, uh, Theo did something in the administration. I don't, I, I forgot, but he was in there. Anyway, that it that part, this part isn't about him. Um, Shafkin alleged uh, that a secret mini- meeting took place between uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Jared Kushner, where Zuckerberg basically promised that um, he or Facebook uh, wouldn't fact check political speech on its site during the twenty twenty elections. Which, I wouldn't be surprised, but again, I'm using allegedly very heavily, because this is coming out of a book, and I haven't seen a, like, news site really pick up and, like, report it according to an inside source. Um, but it's just, like, one more notch on the social media of, like, maybe there should be a little regulation. A little bit. Um. So... I'm trying to think what else I had on the weekly roundup. I got a little tidbit. Oh, go it's ahead. It's funny. <laughs> uh, so everybody knows like how uh, in New York, if you're unvaccinated for bars and restaurants and certain businesses, like you just can't 
utilize them uh, if you're not vaccinated. Well, Brazil's president was in New York. Uh, he was at the UN doing some things, and he's very pro anti vax. So it's like the whole thing is very much known about him and his cabinet, all that. So, of course, they're at the UN and they were allowed to be there, not vaccinated. But child, when they went to go eat, they got kicked out of restaurants. <laughs> Literally, like, even it doesn't matter if you're a dignitarian, that New York is not playing. They said, oh, you ain't got no vaccination. You can't come in. <laughs> and they really, they really were not serving him inside. They served him on the, on the sidewalk. They did not serve him inside that restaurant. Um, inside restaurants, though, like that is funny to me. Dang. Like, like you could be a whole world leader, and they're like, we don't. I love New York. <laughs> no. At all. I'd be like, now they're they're one of the few states that actually has things under control, and, and like, no. Look at look at New York telling yeah. telling a dignitary to know. Of course, like the other big thing that's been going on, which that started a whole conversation as well. Hmm. No, I was saying, look at New York uh, telling a dignitary no and almost causing an international incident. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like I guess, like the biggest thing so far that's been happening. You know, News is the uh, Gabby Petito. Yeah. Yes, yes, that. Uh, with that, it was about how we're out and what's, what's it called? Uh, missing white woman syndrome? Yes. Something like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it is a thing. Like, it's, it's a thing because there are black, brown, Asian, Hispanic, uh, Asian go missing uh, and people in general they go missing and it just goes unnoticed but if you throw some blonde hair blue eyes on it nationally news but yet the only thing and it's really disheartening because when we do make the news it's usually because it's uh, police brutality uh, fatal shooting type thing And I have seen like, and there are so, so, so many people go missing every year. Um, And it's just, it's a lot. So on the one hand, it's like, I understand the news not covering it every day because there's so many people going missing every day. However, I have noticed that when one of us goes missing, like you said, it's not really talked about. Um, Or it takes a minute until like, they're just all over social media. Um, their faces all are over social media that they like the, you know, broader multimedia um, outlets just have to talk about it because it's there. Because if you ignore it, then you just look like you're not reporting. I mean, you're not reporting in the first case, but um, in the first place, but you're just you're just blatantly not reporting at that point. Um, so, yeah, that I mean. That that could be a whole, well, honestly, that could be a whole podcast in itself. Not an episode, just a whole podcast. Uh, just get into a watch about about the missing people, like, and about being black in America. <laughs> ooh, ooh, it's a heavy one. <laughs> but um, I will say, 
I do think it's interesting that they went on this road trip together. Um, she, you know, she was posting blogging, vlogging. Uh, he came home by himself. His, the families were like, hey, where's Gabby? Um, and he's like, eh, I don't know, I'm going home. And like, I mean, granted, they already, they, they're interviewing doing arrest and wait no they did they searched uh his house uh this week but it was just more so it it was it was blatant it was how blatant it was for me when he wouldn't talk at all like that was like sorry if if you have if if you have uh zero fault in this why don't you want to talk that don't make no sense you lawyered up that okay. doesn't seem suspicious at all. Or better yet, why didn't she ring the alarm yeah. that she was missing in the first place? Well, we know why. But, like, considering you were with her, it's like, I feel like you would have been the one to ring the alarm. It's like, she's not here. Right. Like, you drove the van that y'all had together. Um, She was the last person with it. So how'd you get the keys to it? And how you all of a sudden, like, I don't know if here. I don't know. Make sense, and I cannot wait. I already know Netflix is gonna make us so, like as much as we. I want to see black people uh, be found and like make it on the news in order to be found. I don't want it to be made into a spectacle and be put on Netflix. That being said, I want this to be put on Netflix so that way I can follow the whole thing, like making a murderer and like just like mm. it's gonna be a whole docu series, yeah. <laughs> a whole one. But yes. I can't wait for that to happen because, and you know, Netflix will turn it out real quick. They'll be like, we got this, y'all. <laughs> and just get everything. Right? Just to be nosy, but I don't care. It's like, what happened? What happened on that trip? So, okay. I'm going to get into, I'm not, I'm not even a mom. I'm a cat mom. Um, but I'm not even like mom, human mom. Um, but I'm going to get into mom mode. Y'all, like, don't be taking these road trips if you don't know the person really well. <laughs> don't do it. Don't, if there's an inkling of you saying, like, this might not go well, even if it's just like, we might get into a big fight. Uh, if there's any inkling of, like, I don't know if I know you well enough to go across country with you, don't, please don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't. And, um, I, I'm, I don't know how long they were together. Um... But, I mean, even if you were together for a while, it's like, there's still, you, you can still tell, like, I can't do everything with you. I know, I, uh, I don't want you to have my last rights. That's okay. No. Um, if you, if you're still, like, with the person who's like, yeah, but my mom's my emergency contact. My mom's gonna have the last rights. Don't, don't do stuff like this. It's, it's not more so, it's not necessarily a victim of blaming thing, but it's like, because of how our system is set up, we gotta look out for ourselves. So, because we gotta look out for ourselves, this is the advice I'm gonna give. Don't, don't do that. Um, just don't, just don't. This, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's my PSA. Protect <laughs> yourself. Please protect yourself. Like, don't go. Don't wind up missing. Make sure you make phone calls to people. Like, let them know. Because when 
they had to be separated by the police uh, when they got into it. My first call would have been my mom. I've been like, hey, so this happened. Uh, and it's always something I love when I have certain friends that they they literally before like they go out, they'll put out PSAs about look. If you see a message that says like, oh, I'm doing whatever, I didn't write that. They're like, no, like you you should know how I speak. That's not me. They're like, no, I would never say something like that. Just let you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was super jealous and he would take her ID so she couldn't meet up with friends at bar. See, that's that's what I'm talking about. I mean, that's a whole nother PSA because I So, okay, clearly he he was very controlling. Um probably abusive. Uh if I had to like read the case and like see what it was, but again, if there were red flags like that, don't I mean granted like you should probably create a safety net of like people you can go to in emergency situations such as that that's it you know I just I I am very against going too too far if there are issues if there are like control issues like I wouldn't me personally I wouldn't go out of state with that person uh let alone cross country or outside the country that could be another psa too is like for you ladies getting flued out <laughs> have a way to get home not through him always have an extra strategy i don't if you're on a date you have an extra strategy have money to pay for yourself so like always always i don't care Yeah. yeah, just always, always be safe. Like, I, I was with, in my own personal experience, I was with uh, my partner for a second before we, like, got and, like, did our whole meeting up and all that stuff. And it's like, and we spent a week together, and I was still like, <laughs> and I've, I've been getting to know you, and I'm about to sit and be with you for an entire week just me and you i made sure whoever needs to and this is where i'm staying and <laughs> and i know you but i'm still just like yeah safety precautions <laughs> no matter what safety precautions yeah of course now i'm like Psh. but um, <laughs> yeah like beginning second is uh-uh no <laughs> it's like we always be smart be vigilant be ooh, yeah no <laughs> but some people they just really they really don't care they don't. I've almost left the date before because we were hanging out at their house uh, and when I showed up more people were there and I was like and I was sitting in my car texting my friend like there's other cars here and I don't know this is our first time meeting up I was, yeah, I was reckless I'm not even lying. I swear, it's not really funny. I did whatever I wanted. Uh, like, it was already done. Go to somebody's house on a first date, but. No, nah, not on the first date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Younger Jade was like, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's like, don't, don't be Younger Jade. Don't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just like, 
popped up, and I was just like, people. Oh, and then he came, because he saw my car pull up, and he came out to my car and knocked on my window, like, you coming in? Uh, and the only thing that saved it was just like I saw another black girl walk in and I was like okay I was like well well they're not gonna kill me (laughs) I might be okay oh my gosh (laughs) Uh, and I was like cause it was one of his friends girlfriend I was like okay it's okay then I was just like, I don't know. I don't want to end up chopped up. <laughs> and I, was like, I saw her and I was like, okay, this makes me feel a little bit better. Okay, it's not like a whole bunch of dudes or anything. Like, it's a guy and his girlfriend. Like, okay. <laughs> and there are other black people in the room. I don't know. He was quiet. Oh, okay. That that was going to be my next question. I was like, why wouldn't it? Okay. It makes more sense. It makes more sense yeah. now. <laughs> That's the uh, <laughs> how long was his hair? <laughs> Almost bald, so ooh, not like skinhead bald, but because you know that's what I was thinking. <laughs> He's in his thirties and he was starting to bald. Okay, so. okay, so he was receding. <laughs> yeah, a receding hairline. There we go. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, this is a receding hairline. <laughs> Look, I would. I, that could be a whole thing in itself. I could go over my past mistake. <laughs> That's a whole stream. <laughs> like, yeah, y'all can ask me that stuff uh, tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> yeah, save save any questions to d- dig into me for tomorrow. <laughs> Speaking of tomorrow, would you like to plug the book <laughs> as a wrap up? <laughs> Because I have it right here, too. So, y'all. Boom. Uh, wait, can you see it? Yes. There we go. Boop. This, my, you know, my camera's kind of tilted, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, there we go. So, the third series by our finance, Mike, a.k.a. Mike. Uh, well, I guess his name is on books. I guess last name is on Instagram, too. Uh, Mike Pitts. <laughs> um, uh, but, yes, uh, he... Oh, uh, so no, this is his first book. The second one is coming out in uh, oh, December, I believe. December. He's almost done editing it uh, for his second. But yeah, the first book has been out. It's been good. Uh, been really wanting more feedback on it just because people bought it, read it. But like most people, we all just like, oh, yeah, go on, pick up a book. And then you didn't say anything. And then like he's like in private conversations. Then he's like, oh, I'm getting feedback in private. He's like, hey, can can, can you like tell? Uh, But yeah, it's a great book if you like uh, 
if you like cyberpunk, if you like it's Afrofuturism, it's first of all the whole uh, lead Althea, black dreads, strong independent woman. Uh, the entire book is just filled with just strong women in general. Period. Uh, it's LGBTQ plus friendly, just because uh, I don't want to like spoil things about it, but. Just know it's LGBTQ plus. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, super, it's super, 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 super duper black. Like super, because <laughs> there's not many black off like books just about black futuristic characters. Uh, so it is one of those things, right? But it's also easy to read. Um, it translates over for like young adult. So it's just something that's. Uh, it's my uh, it's just something that translate over well with everyone and it's a fun read uh, I really can't wait for the second I, I, I got a character in the book <laughs> so yeah uh, but, yes but yeah um, the link is in my bio on Instagram Jaded P Dragon uh, so yeah it's in, the link is in my bio to buy the book still and I'm just really proud of him for this because this was something he thought up at the beginning of quarantine. I remember when it was just a short story and I read the short story and I was like, oh, I love this. And then he just began writing more and more in a short story he wrote for fun because he was bored, turned into writing a whole book. <laughs> also, his editor's black. He has a black uh, woman editor. Hey. Who, uh, yep. Uh, he tried to do for his cover art. Uh, he couldn't find a black woman. Uh, he ended up, but he did find, um, forgot the man's nationality, but he is a person of color uh, who did the cover art uh, for the books as well. Like, yeah, he's try he tried to like really keep it as black and as like black woman centered as much as possible. Um, but yes, like, it's a great book. It's a fun read. Um, I can read the little excerpt. Yeah, the synopsis on the back. So, experience the world of Akara and Afrofuturism like you've never seen before. Follow the tales of Athea Osawu, a surge uh, detective, as she journeys through a cyberpunk Africa, finding love, loss, and deception. Gangs, military, and civilians will all come to a, a boiling point in this thriller. Who will be your favorite character? What will be your favorite story? find out in but yeah but yeah it's like yeah pick it up read it it's really cool um it's really interesting just to see people's creativity sparked in covid times right yeah i got it i can't wait for the second one and apparently the third because yeah because it already started on the third too so oh nice that yeah so it's already <laughs> rolling. <laughs> but yeah, nice. Uh, um, and then, and it, like Doc said, or I'm sorry, like Nisa, herb like black. Uh, keep everybody black. And you know who else you should support that's black? M. Go to empowermusemerch.com. She has, she's even wearing her own merch, y'all. Like, that's how you know she stands behind her products because she wears her own products. Come on now. It's like, who loves their stuff more than themselves? Like, you gotta represent <laughs> you. So she is wearing her. And like, so go ahead, go to empoweredmusemerch.com. If you're on YouTube, uh, if you're on 
Twitch, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple or in any of the major uh, podcast networks, go ahead, empoweredmusemerch.com. There are mugs, there are bags, there are t-shirts, there are tank tops. Uh, there's something for everybody. If you don't want something, guess what? Go buy a gift for somebody else. Uh, support, because I was like, support M. Because it makes things like this possible. Just that way, uh, it gives more time for her to dedicate to this platform, to get it dedicate to uh, put more content out, to uh, do more. So just support her. Support her, and guess what? It gives back straight to you. And there you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So I did get a speakeasy request. Uh, I ain't gonna hold you. I forgot to turn off my what you call this, but uh, I am gonna honor it, honor it because it's Earth Wind of Fire, and I love Earth Wind of Fire, and it's the twenty first of September, and that's not lost on me. Um, <laughs> so um, we going. This obviously will be the part where I cut out. Uh, 